grass, ganja, joint, doobie, do, chronic, ace, lobo, loco, love boat, bud, buddha, blunt, pot, pat, pin, chiba, chiba, 420, and hashish, or hash for short. It's all marijuana. This is Marijuana Media. Come in. Brought to you by The Hemp Store at 253K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz. Do it, man. Welcome on this first Thursday to Chris Fowley from the Hemp Store. Man, it is a bloody good weather to be up and strolling the streets and hitting K Road if one was to do it. Especially uh, this Thursday in December, festival's just around the corner. Why not get your stuff checked at the Hemp Store? Mate, it's on. That's right. Yep. It is. Yes. Good afternoon, listeners. And, and a high time to get high because it is 4.20 mm-hmm. and uh, we have made the effort to be here on time and I hope that everyone is yeah, Chris uh, was here. prepared and also and, uh, you were faced this evening for some reason the BFM door is locked so you're banging on the door it's like let me in let me in and everyone's just kind of like <laughs> get, you had to get a crowbar out try and get in there <laughs> Uh, no, we, we're here, we're here, and you're right, yes, it's our it's, uh, first Thursday up on K Road, so it's all on, and mm-hmm. uh, substance checking is happening right now at the Hemp Store, and uh, I saw Know Your Stuff, it's Drug Foundation doing it, but I saw Know Your Stuff posted this week, two years since uh, substance checking, Okay. and um, and what that really means is, is, you know, protection for the people getting their stuff checked, who are really mm-hmm. taking a bit of a risk beforehand, Yes. and and protection for the people doing it, who mm-hmm. are also taking a risk, and the places that are allowing it, like us at the hemp store, so uh, all of that's legally protected, and I've even seen that going on, you know, they're actually prohibited from taking any kind of information or any kind of identifier, no one can be searched, no one can be checked, no one can be prosecuted, even if the police were hanging around outside, which they never have. So, uh, yeah, make use of this service, it's really good, and also up at the hemp store, uh, Terps and Co. doing some terpene tastings okay. for first Thursday. So uh, check that out. And uh, the terpene tastings in particular, modelled after an indica and a sativa. Okay. Well, now, why would I want to try a terpene drink? Just A, well, delicious, B, might chill me out a little bit? Might chill you up, might lift you up. Uh, so terpenes are like the difference between indica and sativa is a good way of putting it. Uh, no matter what the, you know, the accuracy of those terms, uh, people consider sativas to be uplifting and indicas to be chilled out and relaxing. Yep. And they've both got THC. The, the difference is the terpene profile. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the sativas tend to have uplifting, you know, pinene or limoline and things like this uplift. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, indicas tend to have things like myrcene and things that are a bit more uh, chilled and relaxing. Yes. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Chris, also this weekend, Speaking congratulations on a, uh, a getting the right weekend for the weather and just having an absolutely beautiful day for J-Day in Albert Park on Saturday. What a day for it. It was. It was are spectacular. You, are you going to make it an annual sort of December event from now on? What's well, the feeling? Well, the high of the day and everyone who was there and of course everyone around Auckland enjoyed a nice Saturday, uh, you know, sunny afternoon last weekend but Albert Park was the place to be. There was a, certainly a big high over Albert Park and, uh, um, 
yes, certainly on the day, we were like, damn it, you know, this is beyond doubt. We're moving it to December. This is great. And then, of course, the next day, pissing down with rain for, th- for three days. Three days of non-stop rain. So, uh, yeah. You never know. It's still a bit iffy, eh? Yeah. It's still a bit iffy in yep. December. But as I said last week, really interested in feedback from people as to what they think. Okay. Uh, 5395, if you made the trek to J-Day, let us know. Uh, we're, we're, this is the, the feedback line here at 95BFM. Uh, Chris is here. So let us know your thoughts on J-Day in December. Right on. And uh, yeah, and yeah, as I say, huge. Th- what I really love about J Day, and a huge thanks to everyone who uh, you know made it happen, especially Jaffa Mafia mm-hmm. and uh, helpers on the normal stall. Yep. And uh, all the performers up on the stage, including Groovehouse doing their J Day song, uh, which was awesome. Um, and uh, you know, and all the people doing the stalls and everything, providing all the information to people, uh, and people expressing themselves. You know, it's a real cultural day. Mm-hmm. And so many people every year that are going for the first time. Uh, you can just see this, their look of wonder and amazement and this weight lifting and the possibilities of what legalisation could mm. be and mean. Totally. And you know, if you've never been overseas to a place where cannabis is legal and felt mm. that, then uh, J-Day is where you know people can discover that feeling for the yes. first time. And then maybe it yeah. spurs them into action, into, into the yeah. thinking of the possibilities of what we could have you know, here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, excellent. It is, uh, I mean, it certainly is... A very special date on the calendar, and it is it is one for everyone. So yeah, next year, people, chalk it up. Uh, Chris, right. we'll have a date for you soon. Uh, yeah, pen- pencil in May as well, you know, okay. just in case. And who knows, we might do both. Who knows? <laughs> All right, Chris. So what's what's first on the, what's first well, in the news? So getting into the news, uh, the main, uh, you know, of course, in terms of the the drug news, it's been that the government smoke free changes continuing to make headlines this week, and um, I've got a. Uh, Strangely, finding myself agreeing with Richard Preble of all people who wrote this uh, column in the Herald saying it was doomed to fail, uh, this prohibition on tobacco. Um, But, uh, you know, there is really a middle way. This is what uh, Chloe Swarbrick was talking to News Hub about, uh, calling for consistency. Uh, So rather than having an absolute prohibition or a fully commercial kind of free-for-all, you know, you you can be in the middle. Have a middle balance Um, here. You get, get some good tax revenue for the government and make sure that it's doing the least harm possible. Yes, and so putting uh, cannabis and alcohol into a consistent framework doesn't mean making cannabis a free-for-all, fully commercial mm. model. It means bringing alcohol back towards this way a little bit more, yes. and perhaps tobacco too. But knowing, you know, prohibition doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, that's what Chloe. So commend that. That was great. That you know, Chloe's been very consistent in her approach to uh, wanting cannabis legalised, and also you know, as I say, having fair and even and consistent mm-hmm. regulations for alcohol and other things. So she's uh, your neighbour on Cairo. Do you say hi to her right. very often? Oh, when we see you. Yeah. You know, actually, yeah. we, we are uh, meant to catch up soon. So, uh, you know, hopefully that'll happen before Christmas. But uh, right. she did send her apologies for not coming to J-Day, but um, offered to catch up. So Okay, there uh, we go. Yeah, yeah. Car pie. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, but what did happen was uh, Stuff gave me a ring. and uh, There's a quote they, here. There's a big quote with your name there's, on there's there. There's multiple. So yeah. uh, <laughs> this is a great one. And, of course, I'm not just recommending you read this article because I'm in it. But uh, more money in cannabis than tobacco, advocates say, ahead of repeal, that's the headline. Uh, and they talked to me and uh, Joe Bowden, who's a professor down at uh, University of Otago. And uh, he pointed out, uh, well, if you did, they, they could do the same with cannabis uh, as they're doing with tobacco and raise just as much money. But in his words, that would have caused them to have a turnaround on their view of drug use being wrong. Mm. And I guess that is the uh, problem. But what I pointed out, or one of the things I pointed out, uh, there's actually more money to be made. So Burl estimated $1 billion, maybe even up to $1.5 billion. And, and tobacco, you know, they're not getting that, um, that kind of return. Um, and, and it's literally a dying market with uh, fewer people 
uh, every every year using it. Yes. Um, despite you know whatever reforms they they, they are sort of modelling, the the overall trend all around the world is fewer and fewer people. So the tax mm. tax is going to go down. New Zealand, on the other hand, uh, almost doubled our uh, regular cannabis use in the last ten years. Um, right here in New Zealand, according to the Ministry of Health uh, mm -hmm. figures. So. Uh, and most of it being black market as well. Is that correct? Indeed. Okay. Yes. So yes. illicitly uh, purchased cannabis that the government could be making some sweet, sweet tax on and improving everything from hospitals to roads to paying teachers more to that's exactly right. and and maybe some free dental care. All of the above. And, and ideally, uh, you put that into the law. And that's what I pointed out in the stuff article is the model that we were pre pushing for the referendum, mm. I think, would have won. Uh, is, is like what they do in America, where you have these social equity provisions, you, you dictate where the tax is going, and you also give guidance as to who's going to get the licenses, and you put the people who are most disadvantaged and most being harmed by the drug war, you put them at the front of the queue, not the back, mm -hmm. and the taxes you share out into the wider community to things like schools and police and things like that, and then everyone wins, and that locks in the reforms. You haven't got like a yo-yo with successive people, oh, we're going to repeal it all like we're seeing now. Um, you know, it gives it that consistency because people can all see mm -hmm. the benefits of them. So uh, kind of a little bit similar. I hate to make too many comparisons with the West Auckland Licensing Trust, but it's kind of a little bit like that, where you might, you know, have all the profits go back into the community. Perhaps not quite as, uh, you know, weird and boring. There's always a way to tweak that model. I appreciate yeah. all the positives that uh, come out of it, and then go, hey, look, there's room for us to do this. Maybe it's this part of the model's not working so well, but we can improve that. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Right on, mate. Could have said it better myself. And in fact, that's what's happening in Germany. Uh, this week, they announced uh, that their new law is being tweaked. So uh, this is Germany, of course, is legalising cannabis to be the biggest country in Europe to do so. Yes. Uh, part of their left green uh, coalition. And uh, there's couple, so the, the new law will have a uh, legalised adult use and home growing from April next year, and the uh, licensing of cultivation associations. From next July, mm. it's actually not too far away. Yeah, and these are, are like cannabis social clubs where you you join together as members and you all grow communally and then you share it out amongst share each other. Share it out, and yeah. uh, you can have someone employed there that's growing it and things like that. But mm. the idea is, is it's just done for the members and uh, quite a good model, really. Uh, can I? Uh, I mean, can I just say, just on that home growth thing, I would a one love to do it, but one of my friends does it, and it might just be one or two out outdoor over the summer. Not a super duper heavy cannabis smoker by any stretch of the imagination, but like one or two plants will just basically set them up for the rest of the year. So like there's a little bit of cannabis and the, the draw there should, you know, someone want to smoke some Huna, pot, reefer, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it's just like, I don't know, it just doesn't lead to this crazy situation where it's bedlam you know people mm, can responsibly have like well. one or two <laughs> one or two plants at home and mate mm. i don't know it's just outdoor that could be the go of course the bigger you grow them the more likely they might be just being stolen okay by some neighborhood oh these uh, are like probably only get to about knee height these things yeah so that, that might not last all year for a lot of people yeah. but it might for some for some yes know? but then yeah. if you've got a little light or whatever yeah. yeah that's exactly right i reckon it takes bring it in takes come on government incentive through you know valuing yeah. it so much yeah Speaking of value, I want to see more of this. Actually, I want to see more home growing, more outdoor home growing over the summer. We have a very low rate of it here, yeah. and people should just relax a bit. Mm. You know, things have relaxed. They bust hardly any. Someone on the text days. machine is saying, "Stop I with your say. common sense." Sorry, guys. Really sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> mm. 
what can I say to that? <laughs> um, but I did just want to say, here's an example of the taxes we're missing out on, and this is right here in Auckland. Uh, last Friday, just between the last show and J-Day, record bust for Auckland, $25 million of cannabis seized, 53 warrants, 42 grows busted around Auckland, over 6,000 plants seized. Uh, it was a Vietnamese ring. To the, uh, so this is one ring with 25,000, 25, what? 25 yeah, well, million well, convert, of... Uh, the model, the Vietnamese model, uh, supposedly, is you convert your suburban houses into little uh, grow rooms and bring over your indentured uh, slave workers okay, from Vietnam so kind of sold sucks. a dream and then they find themselves shackled to a cannabis grow. Okay. Yeah, it happens all around the world. And again, you know, this is just prohibition in effect right there. Where, where, is this weed going overseas illegally? Yeah, or sometimes is it, just... it is. Yeah, yeah. The, the ones that were being grown up north were, were apparently being shipped overseas. Okay. That's what it was destined to. Yeah. It's just, man, it's so weird. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, speaking of overseas, let's go for some good news. And we have signalled that things were uh, happening in Fiji. Well, there was a report this week on the Benar News, uh, one of my favourite Fijian websites, that says that they are set to introduce the law to legalise domestic cultivation of medicinal cannabis after being being approached by investors from New Zealand and Australia. Okay. The plot thickens. There wasn't many more details there, but if anyone knows what the hell's going on in Fiji, but I do like the idea of all our Pacific Island neighbours becoming uh, cannabis-friendly zones, and uh, especially if it means we can uh, take our reefer with us on a holiday or uh, enjoy some of their local stuff, of course. Um, and, and speaking of enjoying... Uh, your local stuff on your own time. This is a great story, and we do get asked to keep people up to date with drug testing news. California, this is just this week, has introduced their, their state um, uh, law has passed, and this will take effect from January, and this will protect workers from workplace discrimination, cannabis being legal there, employers will no longer be able to uh, reprimand or fire employees or even ask them about their off-duty cannabis use. Okay. Uh, except for a few specific exemptions where uh, it might be required, such as, uh, you know, like... Uh, Heavy machinery of, operation. There, there was a couple. There was construction and military or something like that. But otherwise, you know, for most people, it's saying, well, hey, cannabis is legal now. And uh, the, the issue, of course, is that they test for inactive metabolites. It's the same mm -hmm. here. They're not actually testing for what for you being high. They're testing for what you did yesterday or yes. last week. Yeah. And that's the, the fairness issue around workplaces and indeed around driving is these tests just don't pick up mm -hmm. how impaired you are right now. So uh, California, by uh, making this change, I'm actually quite confident this is going to spur some new technology. Mm -hmm. and some new approaches. I think it's it's going to be technology-based, like an app on a device or something yep. like that that can measure your baseline and your changes in mm -hmm. real time. Uh, geez, it could just be running in your pocket while you're walking around. just goes, oh, no, you're not quite Checking the gate, for, uh, checking your, yeah, 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 gate you're, and you're stride. You're off your usual. You should relax a bit and yep. uh, drive later or yes. whatever and do it again. Hey, Chris Hurley, so, uh, we've had another question which has come through on the text machine. This one's yes. for you, Chris, because you're the expert in this matter. Can people smoke their prescribed cannabis... In public. Yes, they can. Okay. Indeed, they can. You can get a prescription for so cannabis? Here's the yep. thing to understand is that the product approvals is one thing, and the products have been approved as being suitable for vaping or for tea making. Mm -hmm. right? And that's the product approval. Then the doctor, when they're prescribing it, they can put whatever use method they want on the prescription because all the medical cannabis prescriptions are technically off-label. Mm -hmm. So the doctor is telling you either... Do what it says on the product, which yep. is vape it. But the doctor can actually tell you to do other things. Yes. And say, no, no, you're fine to smoke it, or you should make some cookies out of it, or you should stick it up your bum. Or there's all sorts of methods, right? Yep. That you can take your medical cannabis. So, uh, and then 
the patient themselves is actually free to operate outside that and do what they want. And I've confirmed this with the Ministry of Health, you are free to modify your prescribed medical cannabis. So if you want to make some cookies or muffins or a concentrate, you can go for it. But of course I would advise filling it, you know, talking with your doctor about it. So you're yep. all on the same page. Okay. But the, one of the reasons they approved flour was so that you could use it for other things. Yes. So that you could make some muffins or some cookies. Cause they knew that the scheme itself was never going to approve a muffin, but by allowing flour, they can let people make that. Okay. Excellent. Hey, yeah, right uh, on. Chris from the, uh, Chris Valley from the Hemp Store, very informative as always. If people want to get their substances checked ahead of the summer festival run, head up to the Hemp Store right now. That's the one. Okay. Right on. And check the level for ones that are happening over the, the summer period. And yep. of course, uh, come and get some of these terp tastings. Yes. Mm. Free drinks. I'm going to be sitting in the medicating zone okay. outside the shop mm -hmm. and I will be medicating. All right. Thank you very much. Sounds good. All right, everyone, uh, head up to the Hempstar on K Road and get some Christmas presents as well, why don't you? Do it, man. That was Marijuana Media. Thanks to the Hempstar. Visit them at 253 K Road or shop online at hempstar.co.nz. I'm a